Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Today, I want to share some big lessons that are happening for people in the receiving school. We are in our fifth week, and it has been such a fun journey with all of the people participating in this program. So uh, the Receiving School launched five weeks ago, and it was a direct request from my spirit guides on what to offer in in my business. And the goal of Receiving School was for anyone who was going through the program to open up to all the money, love, and support that is coming in to your life or their lives. And Part of the motivation for this program was that what I had seen consistently as I looked closer and closer at my clients that were succeeding at various places in their life was that they were opening up to receiving. They were opening up to things becoming easier. And like I've talked about in other podcasts, I've had, you know, I've had parallel journeys in my own life that were amplified by the death of my father and seeing that you know my surrender to a divine force to help me with my business while I grieved created lots of miracles and so all this came together to create um what we're doing in receiving school and there's um not just the tangible material things but also to open up to intuition and what's happening for um, people is typical of what happens in any environment where there's growth. Some people are zooming ahead. Some people are going slower. Some people are judging their progress. Some people are wondering if they're doing it right. You know, all the things are happening. And what came out in our call last week was how easy it is to get confused about what we truly want. Because underlying what we truly want, whether it's we want more money or we want support or we want improved relationships, it's all about having those things in our lives so that we can experience more joy that comes from a sense of freedom. And that's the vibration. And, and that's when I, when I titled this podcast, How to Be Happy, that's really what I was talking about. Because when I look at each question in the receiving school, it really comes back to, do you have the courage to be happy? Do you have the courage to allow yourself to get to happy? And the reason it takes courage is because we cannot leapfrog over what feels bad to get to happy. And that's something that I think is such a misunderstanding. It's a misteaching in the spiritual or self-help world is this idea that if we think positively, we can create the world we want to create. 
Now, I agree that thinking positively is a good thing, and I believe we can create the world around us. In fact, we do. The world around us is the world we created for ourselves. But what is so harmful in the way that I've seen it be taught, at least in the way I learned it, is that somehow the bad stuff, the negative stuff is there because we did something wrong in our manifestations. We've done something wrong in the way we thought about something or blah, blah, blah. And what happens is that sends us down into a spiral of self-judgment and self-doubt and worry and all these things where when something comes into our lives, we the only reason we know it's negative is because it, we have a judgment on it. I mean, even something as like physically difficult as let's say breaking your leg, it feels like it's a negative, but there's so many fables in various traditions, you know, more tribal traditions that point to a broken leg allowing someone to miss, you know, a war consignment or get drafted or something like that. And so to say that something that seems to be negative is absolutely negative is generally a false judgment because we don't actually know what's going to happen in the future. I mean, even something as difficult as, you know, my friend was just scammed. She was just scammed out of a thousand dollars and and she had contacted me and she was like, tell me how I process this. I'm just so angry right now. How did I end up? And where we got to eventually was that there were a few things. First of all, immediately following giving the money to the party she gave it to without realizing she had been scammed she immediately felt a tremendous amount of gratitude for the for the bounty in her life that she was a, she thought she was paying an energy bill and so to be able to hand over $1000 to pay an energy bill she realized what kind of privilege that was that how many people can't do that right now. And she felt a tremendous wave of just grace and gratitude. And so when we were talking about it, I said, you know, do you know how many people would pay a thousand dollars to experience what you just experienced in terms of gratitude? And then beyond that, she's just not the type of person to get scammed. And so it was really a pretty gentle message because that thousand dollars was not what it would be for someone else who was, let's say, struggling financially. So that thousand dollars was a pretty gentle nudge from the universe that you've got to slow down. Look what's happening because you're moving so quickly. And that's really what it was. She was she just had a really busy day. Her business is doing fabulously. She had this high profile podcast she had to get and she just was moving, moving, moving. And so this this seeming negative thing really was from what where I could see it, this opportunity to show her that you need to slow down. And on top of it, because she was in such a good place, she was she wasn't even affected initially by the scam in a negative way of giving that thousand dollars over to someone else before she knew she was quote unquote scammed, which would brought in the judgment and the negativity. She just felt gratitude for having the availability of that bounty to be able to pay that bill. I mean, all of that was beautiful. And it was really only until she brought judgment in about the scamming that she started to feel like she had done something wrong and all these negative things happened. And she went from feeling this um, tremendous sense of joy to instantly going into this other place. And so when 
you know, you or I ask the question, like, how do we be happy? I mean, the happiness is available to us. And I know the concept is it's available in every moment. And yeah, 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 it is. But to get there, we have to walk through the darkness. And with with my friend, because she had placed the judgment and she was feeling the negativity, it was important for her to really fully let that in. And she's very similar to me and she uses storytelling to process. So she went live in her community and she told her story. And so if you would like to see that story, you can go back and look on December 12th in her group, The Front Row. It's Jen Lehner. And it's an amazing, um, she tells a story so wonderfully. So just go back and and scan in that group, ask for uh, access to that group. It's a free group and she's fabulous. And hear her tell the story because she does a really good job of it. And so that was a tool she used. She didn't try and uh, suppress her feelings. She, you know, really, she went into them honestly and looked at them and held them. And because of that, very quickly moved to the other side of them. And so being happy doesn't mean we leapfrog over the hard emotions or the negative emotions. It means we let them in, we receive them. And this is some of the big work we're doing in receiving schools. You you must receive what's happening in your life first. It doesn't mean you have to hold on to it, but you have to receive it and then you can let it go. And once you receive it, it may cause some emotions and those emotions may take some time to clear. But if your long game is really to be happy and joyful, allowing something negative to bring up some negative emotions so you can clear them is part of the long game of happiness. You can try and get insta happy, you know, by giving yourself some type of soothing mechanism like drug and alcohol or shopping or any of those things. You can also try and do spiritual bypassing where you use the art of positive thinking and get your mind into a happy place and all of this stuff. Again, that's that's not going to get you long-term results because if there is pain inside of you, if there is a wound inside of you and your goal is happiness, the fastest way to happiness, long-term, permanent, fairly sustainable happiness is, um, and I didn't say constant, I just said permanent, meaning you can easily move back into that place. If that's your goal, then dealing with receiving what is coming up for you right in this moment really will work. And I find around this time when we're in the holidays, in the holiday season, there's such a over marketing of the joy of the season and making it seem so abundant in parties and excess and well, joy. (laughs) And it can be easy to think that that's what you're supposed to be feeling, right? Isn't that what all the commercials are showing us? Isn't that what everyone else is feeling? And so I must be feeling it. And the answer is no, you must not be feeling it unless you actually are feeling it. And whatever you are feeling is your fastest way to happiness. It is your fastest path to joy. Another friend had just asked me um, recently, you know, if I had any podcasts or Facebook lives that I could share with her because her sister was going through a hard time where her sister had had um, someone speak badly of her at work. And then that person did it by mistake and came to her afterwards and said, oh my goodness, she didn't speak badly of her. She just um, kind of cut her off in a meeting where there were a lot of people there and it hurt her. And then that person came to her and apologized, realized what they had done and apologized. So seemingly 
she should be able to let it go. She should be able to get over it and get back to happy. And yet she couldn't. And was there anything I could share that would help? And so I did do a Facebook live on that. And I'll just share like the the five seconds or the 30 seconds about it, which was, of course, you can't let it go because it wasn't just about what happened in that room. Every time we're hurt like that, especially when we feel some shame attached to it or some embarrassment, most likely it brought up not just what just happened, but some other things that happened, which is a gift. Because when that pain is brought to the surface, we can release it for good if we work with it actively. And when we work with it actively and then we release it and we give it the time and the space to release Well, then once it's gone, it's gone. And that same circumstance that caused you that pain could happen a year from now. You're not going to feel that pain. And that is going to support that long-term happy vision. So what I'm saying is feel your feelings. That is the fastest way to happy. Now, of course, if you're listening to this and you start listening to it specifically to learn, what can I do to get happy? There are some things that you can do. Put things in your body that are going to support a heightened or a healthy mental place. So eating things like with a lot of sugar and a lot of flour and just all the things that are in the middle aisles, a lot of the processed food, if you're really trying to amp up your happiness, removing the processed food from your diet will help. Now, I'm no, I'm no health expert and God knows I'm telling you something that I'm not necessarily like living out fully. But I know when I start to get into the doldrums, the very first thing I need to do, clean up my diet. Because that sugar and that flour and all that processed stuff is not helping me get to happy. So cleaning that up, even if it's just temporary to help you get to a better space. And of course, drink more water. The third thing, so the first one is clean up your diet. Second is drink more water. Third is get those endorphins going. Do some exercise that really is going to raise your energy levels. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but you're listening to this podcast. So I want you to, I want you to know um, that this really is how it works. Fourth is get outside. Even if it's freezing cold where I live, it's 17 degrees today. I'm still going to get outside, even if it's just for a couple of minutes, because breathing in that fresh air, help, allowing nature to help you is such a great support. And then the fifth one is if you're struggling with getting to happy is ask for help. Ask for help from the divine or whatever word you use. Ask for help from your ancestors. Ask for help from your spirit guides. Ask for help from your metaphysical team because they can help you. But the thing is you have free will. So unless you ask for the help, they absolutely cannot step in. They will watch you. They will know you want happiness. But unless you've actually given permission for their help, they can't actually step in. And what I have found is the more stuck I have felt getting out of a low place, like the more stuck it's felt, when I have asked for that help, and you have to ask and and allow, meaning you you do have to give space for the possibility that there is this team on the other side of the veil to help you. Because if you firmly believe they won't help you or they can't help you or that they don't exist. This will not work. But if you can just leave a sliver of possibility that they can help you, then in your most stuck places, their help will feel that much more magical. That's what I've seen works. And that's what I hope 
um, you'll try on for size today. And hey, if you're already feeling pretty good, doing all the things I suggested are going to help you feel even better. Like if you're feeling super yummy inside, allowing that in and just really expanding that inside yourself, that's going to expand that flow of happiness further and further into your future. It's going to um, help you attract other things that's going to enhance that happiness. And then you eat clean and get water in your system and get outside and ask the divine to keep it going and show you how to use your happiness well. All of that is just going to make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And so during this holiday season, what I most want for you is long-term, long-term happiness. I want happiness in your long game and whatever it takes for you to get there, that's what I wish for you right now. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.